Welcome to Intuitive Eating for Christian Women. I'm your co-host, Erin Todd. I'm a writer and an intuitive eater. And I'm your co-host, Charlie Castle, registered dietitian and exercise physiologist. We're here to help you discover whole health for your mind, body, and soul. That's right. Our goal is to embody scripture, ditch dieting, and live on purpose. Woo! Woo! Yes, girl. We're so excited to start a new book club series on the podcast. Welcome back if you've been following along. The next book we are going to read together as a community is called Your Worthy Body, and it's by Amy Connell. If you want to read along with us, go grab your copy now wherever you buy your books and get started reading. Today's podcast episode is specifically about the book Your Worthy Body, so everybody can listen along and see if they want in for this particular book. Then in September, we're going to be hosting a live book club meeting in our membership site. So mark your calendars for September 13th at noon Eastern time for the book club meeting. At the book club meeting, we're going to be getting together over Zoom and discussing the book, sharing our takeaways, talking through hard topics, and best of all, we get to have the author, Amy Connell herself, join us for the Zoom and to do a Q&A. You have to become a member to access the book club meeting, but you can just join for the month of the meeting and then cancel your monthly membership after that if you like. No hard feelings, we promise. So that's how the book club works. Before we get into this conversation with the author, Amy Connell, I would like to give a content warning about the book, Your Worthy Body. This is not an intuitive eating book, you guys. It is a faith-based health book. And it does contain some diet culture references that might be triggering for somebody who's struggling with an eating disorder or disordered eating. The book mentions weight loss, specific pounds, numbers, and specific diets by name. So if those types of references are not going to be good for you right now, I want to just invite you to skip this book for now. If you are up for handling those types of references and you can do so with your critical thinking hat on, then I think you're going to find a lot of value in the pages of Your Worthy Body and especially in this grace-filled approach that Amy Connell takes in navigating health choices. So, all right, with that content warning out of the way, let's jump into the conversation with Amy. Hey, Amy, welcome back. So glad to have you today. Oh my gosh, Erin, this is so fun. I always enjoy our time together. So we're talking about your book, Your Worthy Body. And I know we touched on it on your podcast interview briefly, but today that is what we are talking about. So um, I just want you to start us off with like the God story behind this book. And there always is one. So let's hear about it. (laughs) Yeah, there's actually kind of multiple layers. So I'll just go super high, high up with it. But Basically, um, this book came out of, uh, gosh, when I wrote it, probably 16 years of just being um, a little more obsessive, a little more legalistic about all things health and fitness than I wanted to. And um, really where this came from was as a fitness professional, because I am a, a certified personal trainer, I've been teaching group fitness classes for 17 years now. And it really kind of stemmed from this thought that people were having and giving to me of like, it has to be perfect. 
my eating has to be perfect. My exercise has to be perfect. Oh gosh, I thought I was going to go exercise for six days a week rather than, and then I only got in four days a week. Oh, shame on me. I mean, like what? Four days. Like, this is great. I'm glad you're moving. Uh, And it really came from as I, as a fitness professional, as I was starting to understand more and learn a little bit more, I realized this is really not the intent. Number one of how a lot of the science is, and number two, how I believe that God wanted it for us. And so God started kind of planting these seeds in me. And it basically came up with all of these quote unquote fitness rules And those are now chapter titles and I break them using exercise science, using uh, nutrition science. And then of course it's all done through a lens of faith because that's where I am. And really for me, understanding that God is not asking me to uh, eat perfect. I mean, and and I say, I know perfectly is like kind of a weird word, right? Like (laughs) I want to be very clear about that, but in in the way that the world describes perfection um, of eating or moving or anything like that, he's asking me to take care of my body because the Holy spirit lives in it. And because I need to be able to use my body to do what, um, to love others, to serve others, obviously to love and to worship him. And I can't do that. Um, you know, I mean, that all is different for, for different people, but it's not so I can look a certain way. It's not so I can get into the genes that I could fit into when I was 20, because by the way, that was more than half my lifetime ago. It's so that I can use my body to have the energy, to have enthusiasm, to be able to uh, drop everything that I'm doing and, and help a sister out. Uh, those are the kinds of things that God wants me taking care of my body for, not to fit into this mold of a, and I really want to be clear, this quote, <laughs> ideal body, which by the way, does not exist. And I know here on the um, intuitive eating, that's, you know, this is, we know this, we know this, but the world does not know this yet. And so I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are out here preaching that gospel, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, we take care of our bodies so we can do um, what we're called to do. And then the book really breaks a lot of those health and fitness rules and just puts a lot of um, like, let's just think about this <laughs> to it. Like let's what's, what does this really make sense? And uh, yeah. So anyway, that's probably a longer answer than you were looking for. No, that's great. I, I love everything you just said. And I think there is, that is where the alignment is between your book and, um, what we do here on the podcast. And so just to clarify that a little bit, like this is not an intuitive eating book, correct? Right. Yeah. Correct. So I'm talk, so glad you said that. Talk me through that a little bit and how, um, what people can expect coming. You know, I think everybody who's a listener is coming from a lens of intuitive eating, um, but you're not. And I would love to hear a little bit about uh, just kind of h- how you see those things interplaying with one another. And I'm um, just sort of clarifying that with a disclaimer for this. Right. And I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. Yes, this book is coming from... The, the place that I, number one, have been myself in the past. And number two, hear a lot of women coming of like, well, I've tried this plan or I've done this, or I follow this program. And then because as we know, those aren't really sustainable, <laughs> those aren't really meant to be how we um, live on a day-to-day basis. Well, they don't always work. And then whatever results that you thought you had or that you did have, they might go away. Uh, you might lose strength, you might lose flexibility, you might, you know, I mean, like, there's just so many different things that can happen with that. Um, 
and I just lost my train of thought on this. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's an intuitive eating. So what this book is asking people to do is to think critically, like, okay, what have, what has been working and is that sustainable? Is that realistic? Is that something that you think that you can do? And in my opinion, over here on intuitive eating, you guys have a leg up because you're already there. You're like, oh, actually this is a more natural way of eating this, you know, recognizing our body signals, understanding that we eat when we're hungry, that we stop when we're, you know, when we're content, that we move our body joyfully. There's a lot of things that, um, that are parallel, particularly with a lot of those 10 principles. However, this is not coming at that saying, um, intuitive eating is the one and only way. Do I believe that it's the right way? Absolutely. But I also know just like with anything else, you can't just throw something at someone and say, here you go. This is what you need to do. Like you kind of have to get people to start thinking about it. And that's what this book does is it, um, it encourages people to really consider what fuels them well, what makes them feel well, what um, helps them sleep well, what helps give them energy to do the things that they love to do. What, um, what nourishes them from their soul in addition to feeling well-nourished because of the foods that they eat and because of how they move. So I am glad you brought that up. This is not intuitive eating. I think that, um, and I would ask you, Aaron, like if you feel like there's a lot of uh, principles and not even necessarily with the eating, but that kind of line up without even intentionally for me, you know, doing that. Um, But yeah, there are definitely some areas that encourage my reader to think about what's been going on and where she's been. And if that is what is best for her. Yeah. And I definitely think probably the main overlap other than the lens of faith, which of course is the most important overlap there is, is just how you explained it as we're going to approach health with questions and examine it. And we're not just going to swallow some pill that Pinterest told us to do. Like we're going to think about it. We're going to think critically about it. And I think your book really excels at getting people into that thought process. And you're sort of walking people through how you went through that thought process and different facets of your health. And it's really helpful to see that as an example for then people to um, kind of take in their own life and be like, all right, well, let me think about what I used to do and how that is working or not working now. And what have I learned from that? And just the the whole concept of finding what works for you as an individual, as a unique um, creation of God, like that is what this is all about. And I think that is where the main overlap with intuitive eating is because there is no one single right way. And I think even um, as we get farther along in this intuitive eating journey with the community, people are starting to notice like, well, my intuitive eating doesn't exactly look like this person's next to me. And that's okay. Cause it's not about doing one thing one way. It's like figuring it out, letting it be different every day, always coming to it with curiosity and most of all with faith. And I love what you said about the why behind all this, we're doing this for stewarding our bodies so that we can do kingdom work and live the life that God wants us to live. And so like, there's just just deeper purpose behind it. And like that, all of that is total overlap here. So I think there's definitely more um, similarities than there are differences. And it's just really fun to kind of um, have your book walk through the breaking the rules chapter, because I think uh, something that intuitive eating does is just really breaking diet rules. And that's what you're doing here too, as well. So like, there's a lot 
um, there's a lot of similarities here. I think, I think the women are going to love it. And I think your, um, your story in here. And as you are taking this, um, health journey and having it unfold for you as you, um, get older, I think that is really going to resonate with people as well. So can you just kind of talk about, um, the journey the Lord has brought you on through the decades and what you're sharing about what has worked and what is not working and just all of that, like the, the arc of health through um, different decades of life and seasons of life was really <laughs> helpful. Um, I'm turning 40 this week, so I get to say decades and I, I know what that is too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, he has taken me on quite a journey. You know, it's funny as you were talking, one of the things that came to me, if I, if you don't mind me backing up just a little bit is yeah, go ahead. You know, this whole book about breaking the rules, right? Like the whole, the, the subtitle is find freedom and health by breaking all the rules. One thing that I just now put together is one of the words that the authors use in intuitive eating is food police. And so I'm like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. It is the food police. And we are now, you know, and we, as we know, the we <laughs> the food police is not okay. And, you know, and we're breaking those rules. So anyway, I, that, I just put all of that together. Yeah, yes. we're going to challenge the food police. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because they keep showing up. But yeah, exactly. But they do not need to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about through the decades. I grew up moving my body a lot. I danced. I kind of did the tap and jazz thing. Just so people know from the beginning of this um, this conversation, I am 47 years old. So um, I am just a little bit older than you. And I grew up dancing. Um, I always I grew up having a lot of um, body image issues. In my 20s, I um, kind of even took it a next step. You know, I was a young professional. I was heading to the YMCA every day. Uh, and I, and I loved that aspect of it. I loved, I loved the moving. The first time I ever remember having a, an inkling of like, wait a minute, is this what's best for me long-term is I was taking this super fun boxing class at the Y. It was done by a professional boxer and he had us laying on the ground. So this guy was, he was probably like 23. I mean, he was super young and I was probably 27 ish, 27, 28, something like that. And he had us laying on the ground and got these like 15 pound medicine balls. And so we were just straight on our back, flat back, flat feet, everything straight. And he was like, okay, take the ball up as high as you can and drop it onto your belly. <laughs> and like contract your abs so that you have that pressure. And I did that once and I thought, you know, my husband and I are trying to have a baby. I don't think this is what's really wow. good for me. <laughs> so that's the first time that I was like, wait a minute. I don't think that I need to be doing this. So anyway, then I had babies and then really um, I got once, you know, I had two kids in 20 years, it was just total weeds. It was, I mean, they're great. They're 17 and 18 now, but it was, it was hard. It was really hard when I was young. I got really into fitness and I will be, um, the first to admit that while one of the reasons I got into being a fitness professional was because I loved the community and, uh, having being participating in a body mind, uh, or it was, a um, a mom and baby fitness program right after I had babies like that is what kept me sane because I was the I 
it, it was just so critical to me. At the same time, I really liked being a fitness professional at a gym and I got free childcare and that was super helpful. And that was a nice little break, but it turned into doing a lot with my body. I mean, it got to the point where I remember at one point, like I would teach a class in the morning, I would sub a class in the afternoon, I would get up and run with a friend and I would teach another class all within 24 hours. And, you know, by the way, I don't recommend that. Um, you know, unless you are like a professional athlete with a professional team behind you, really doing everything that you need to be doing. But for the most part, that's not, that's not how we are. And, um, I ended up getting injured. I ended up getting, um, just emotionally exhausted. I was so tired. I didn't have, I didn't have time to do anything. I remember reading like with my kids I didn't, I wasn't great about reading with them, like reading out loud, but sometimes I did. And I remember one summer doing that and like, like I literally fell asleep reading one time to them. I was so tired. I was so exhausted. And then as I got older through the end of my decades of my thirties, I just was injury after injury, after injury, after injury. I wasn't, I, all I was doing was, um, my mentor, Pete McCall calls it slamming your face against the wall. I was just slamming my face against the wall every chance I could Uh working out as hard as I could, not, not having any recovery, not having enough rest, not taking it down a notch. And I just, I just was injured all the time. Well, then I just kind of started learning. I'm like, okay, I've got to figure, I've got to figure this out. And then I just, I really, my forties has been this wonderful, gentle progression of allowing myself to have some time down and not only allowing it, but looking forward to it and embracing, maybe even switching up what I was planning on doing because I'm tired. And I know that, so maybe I don't do anything. Um, I actually just came out with a a program called be complete and I won't do it. I won't do a plug on this, but it's like all of these nice, gentle ways to move our body as we get older. Um, but we don't always take the time to do. So like, I will do my be complete because I know that I need to take it down. And there's this, I'm, I've gone from feeling like I'm only successful if I'm slamming my face against the wall every, every day for an hour to like, oh, actually like last night, for example, I hadn't moved. I needed to move. I was like, I just kind of need to do something really quickly. I got I'm super fortunate. I have gym equipment in my house. I got in there. I have a TRX. I got in there for 19 minutes and I did it and I'm, and I feel great. Like, and I'm, I'm sore from it too. So that's the, that's the kind of progression that I've been on. Like this understanding that it is not all about, uh, you know, what's, how much energy are you, are, are you expending? How many, you know, like what's the pool of sweat on the floor? It's about, treating my body well, moving my body well, feeling strong, doing those kinds of things. So I can then have the energy to hang out with my husband and children at that, you know, at night or whatever that is. Yeah. That's so good. And that's not only is that a, um, you know, I'm tracking that from like an external shift of the world says, do it this way to an internal of, well, this is what my, these are my values and this is what I wanted to do for me. Um, in terms of like, I want to feel well so that I can serve and love. And that's yeah. just like, that's, I mean, that is so, um, so powerful of a shift to make. And I think it's, um, it's really empowering. And I know we don't do 
a lot of talk on um, our podcast. We do a little bit, but not as much as is in this book on the movement side of of things. And that is just um, a real feature of your book. I feel like you've got so much wisdom and experience to share on the movement side. So um, for the listeners that are um, kind of hungry for that kind of content, you're definitely going to get it here. And um, Amy, I want you to kind of explain um, how I, I know I've spoken with you about it being a little bit of an interactive book. So I know you know what I mean. So so uh, <laughs> fill, fill that in for the listeners, please. Yes. Well, I think I even used the example at the very beginning that my dad brought me up with like, you don't give someone a problem without giving them a solution. So almost every chapter has some sort of resource. Uh, Some of them might just be recipes that I love. Uh, Some of them might be more journaling. Uh, I have an entire chapter on uh, kind of exploring like what are our different types of callings that we may have because calling can be kind of overwhelming and then exploring like, okay, well, what are some different callings that God might be having me in right now or in the past, or I see him kind of pointing this direction. Uh, and then another thing too, with regard to what you're just talking about with the movement is I provide a lot of um, resources for movements. So the beginning of the book has a, um, has a QR code and all you have to do is scan that QR code. Or if you get the electronic version, it's in there as well. And you could just, I think it's a, I don't remember what it is to be quite honest, but anyway, so you get, go to the QR code. It takes you to this free, it's all free. It's all just with the cost of the book. It's an online resource library. And depending on where you are in your movement, I really kind of take things and, I love to say I try and simplify things. So one thing is in the book or in the chapters, like if I say you don't need to work out a full hour, 20 minutes is great. Here's a 20 minute workout. Well, and it's a, it's a high intensity workout, um, which, you know, I love doing (laughs) a lot of my community loves, but if you're like, I don't know what this is, I don't know what this means. Well, I actually do the video. So you can participate in that. There's another one in there that you and I were talking a little bit about, which is mobility. So mobility is a wonderful, wonderful, gentle way of moving your body in all sorts of different directions. It helps increase your range of motion. It helps your flexibility. It it helps your connective tissue. I mean, there's, there's so many wonderful aspects about it. And there's some of the words in there are a little weird in the, the, the titles for the movements that we do. So you can go over to the library and do the mobility with me. I go step by step. I mean, I follow exactly what's in the book. And then when you get tired of doing it with me, because I'm kind of corny, then you can do it in the book and you've got it written out. So I do that. And then I also just have a couple other little bonus things like, hey, here are three things that I want you to know how to do correctly because I don't want you to hurt yourself. So I talk about posture. I talk about um, planking. I talk about squats. And like, if you can get those three things down, then I think that you can pretty much do most movements with confidence, knowing that you're not going to do them in a way that might harm you in the future. Yeah. I, um, I also want to say that the technical, like physical descriptions that you're talking about, um, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm kind of a nerd. I like to learn that kind of stuff. And I'm also a walker. I think most listeners probably know that. So I'm a little bit like, I just haven't really thought about 
other forms of movement in a while because I'm so badly in love with walking, but reading all of that and hearing all of the different um, types of movement, especially the mobility stuff, I got to really say, I was inspired. I'm like, I got to mix it up a little bit. Like this stuff is enticing to me. And the book is very empowering in, in terms of letting me, reminding me of why that stuff's important and what all it's doing for, um, for my body's health and strength. And it's just like, it just got me excited because your excitement with the movement stuff is kind of contagious. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. I'm like, she is so into this. And I think I'm into it because like, I'm like, I'm getting it. I'm tracking with you totally on this, Amy. So um, I think you can probably expect that readers, <laughs> listeners, um, to get a little bit of a taste of um, some, and just to have some ideas about like what other things there are, because at least coming out of diet culture, I really thought working out really looked only like one thing. Mm-hmm. And I went back exactly. to my happy place, which was walking. Cause I did that from childhood. That's always been my thing. So I've kind of been in comfort zone land of, I went back to safe, happy place, but now I'm far enough for long where it's like, okay, like it's time to, to mix it up and have some fun with it and just feel what different things, um, feel like and experiment with it. And this, you've got so much good content in the book that really um, equips people to do that. So I want to say yay for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love to hear that because, you know, it's funny. I've had friends that are like, you need, you need to do an app. You need to do a program. I'm like, I'm not doing one more thing of falling into this fitness industry trap that everybody, that, that people are just shoving stuff at you. Cause I love Aaron that you love walking. I want you to walk until the day you die. Like, which I hope is years and years and years away. Like, I love that. And what I would also love is to challenge you. Yeah. To do some mobility, to do um, to, sorry, the B complete is on my mind. Cause I've been leading up to this whole launch thing, but you're know, like maybe once a week, maybe once a month or something like that, just to feel your body moving differently, yeah. because that's the kind of thing too, that's going to keep us agile. It's going to keep us supple. Um, and, and a, a, it's going to allow us to move in the way that we like to move. And even in those unanticipated ways, you know, where we're reaching to the back of our car to grab something and, and we're able to do that instead of being like, ah, why did my shoulder just give out on me (laughs) or, you know, bring in the groceries in and, and you know, that, like that pain that you can get, like, oh yeah, those are the kinds of things that, you know, adding in that mobility, adding in that be complete will really help prevent. I, you know, I, I wish I could say it will 100% 100% prevent it, but doing that type of stuff will help strengthen us. So that way we can live our daily lives in a more full and functioning way. Yeah. I'm, I'm really appreciating the, um, that's a beautiful way to say it, fullness and function of, of the body. And like, what, what am I able to do here? And is it comfortable? And does it feel good as opposed to what it looks like? And it took me years and years and years to get there, but I'm so appreciating that as, um, as I'm aging and it just seems increasingly important and not just like doable, but it's like, no, this is, this is how I want to care for myself and preventative, um, stuff seems like a really good idea. Yeah, well, it is. And you know, the, the sad thing is like, we all change our bodies. I mean, this is, sounds so depressing. It's like our bodies are deteriorating. I mean, that how depressing it is, but it really is true. And so what we can do is, is we can slow that degradation of our muscles. We can slow all of that, you know, and again, working on our stability because our bones, you know, like if we don't have super strong bones and we're not 
stable, if we can, if we trip easily or fall easily, well, we're going to fall and break a hip. And that's, that's not how, I mean, no one ever says, I wish I would break a hip. I mean, (laughs) so it's, it's that kind of stuff too. And not getting legalistic about it, not getting super focused or obsessive about it, but just recognizing that as we get older, we just kind of need to take it, take a little bit deeper focus on some of these aspects and, and just a little bit of changing will, again, what you, t- you know, the, the full and functioning that will help us be able to do all those things and age well, like we want to. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to try and give a little summary here, but you just, I want you to say it in your own words too. Like, I think this book is for somebody that is coming from a place of rule following. And I just want to plan and just tell me what to do. And this is really going to shake you up and help you to think through it for yourself through a lens of faith, but also just like what works for me based on what is important to me now. And I think, um, being able to think through that is a skill that we need because we have to do it again, you know, as seasons change. So, um, this is for a rule follower, this book, hundred percent and somebody who maybe leans towards perfectionism or legalism or all or nothing thinking. I think this is, um, going to be a breath of fresh air and probably poke you a couple of times and challenge you and, and convict you a little bit. So that's, that's who I think it's for, but get, give me your version of that, Amy. <laughs> yes. I like all of that. And then I would add, it's also for the person who feels like they're doing the best they can and they look around and like, it's never enough. And yeah. there's, I mean, I use the word shame a lot because I think it's a really powerful one, you know, as a fitness professional, when I go out to, you know, if, if I'm, you know, at a Christmas party or something like that, like I don't get out that often, but if I'm around people, I don't know very well. And they're like, Oh, what do you do? Which is a hard question to answer. Cause I'm like, well, I do all these different things, but anyway, it comes out, Oh, I'm a personal trader. And then it like, it turns into confession. You know, like, forgive me, trainer, for I have sinned. I have it. You know, like we do not, <laughs> we do not need to be putting all of this shame on ourselves because yes. we haven't done what the fitness industry has been telling us we need to do because they don't know us. They don't know our body. They don't know how we like to move. They don't know what makes us feel good. They don't know what we just don't like. So that's, I mean, it's, it's, I feel kind of funny saying that because I too am a fitness professional. However, what I really want people to do is feel empowered to move in a way that works for them. I think the eating part we've got with the, you know, this intuitive eating for Christian women and putting that together to, to, you know, in the way that God made us, I mean, I love you know, I have things that I love doing and you probably, you, or you may not like them and that's okay. You know, so it's leaning into the things that we like and allowing ourselves to not worry about it without shame. If we don't like it, that's okay. God gave us a lot of different ways to move. So figure it out. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Ah, well said. I love that. Fantastic. Well, everybody is invited to join us when we do our book club zoom meeting you're going to be there you're going to be available to answer questions and we're going to talk all about your worthy body that's going to be happening on september 13th um, at noon and so i hope everybody listening is going to go get your worthy body and read it and join us for the book club zoom and i think it's going to be fantastic and i would love for you amy if you could just close us in um, a prayer for the women who are going to read this book and go on this journey with us absolutely 
Father God, I just thank you. Uh, number one, I thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation. And I just pray that you uh, reach into the hearts of the women who maybe are struggling with how to move, what makes them feel well, um, really even understanding uh, what you're calling them to do right now. And I just pray that you reveal what you want that one woman to know about herself and about what you want for her, not what worked for her sister or her best friend or her mom, but for her and that she feels empowered and confident in uh, the way that you made her and uh, that she can move forward doing that, knowing that it, she is walking with you uh, and uh, to you as well. And I just thank you. Um, I thank you for this community. I thank you for the safe place that uh, that it is and just for the leadership of Aaron and Charlie. So we just ask all of this in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We hope you'll be joining us for the book club Zoom meeting happening over in our membership site. To become a monthly member, head over to the podcast website. It's intuitiveeatingforchristianwomen.com. Just click on the support tab at the top and navigate over to our membership site. That's where you can join for $10 a month, support the podcast, and get access to our many amazing resources just for members, including our monthly coffee dates and this new book club. While you're on the podcast website, be sure to check out the details on our online courses page about the very special group coaching format we are doing for our most comprehensive course, The Attunement Reset, and it is starting this September. We are running an early bird special, so sign up soon if you're going to be joining us. The price is going up on August 17. We hope you will head to the podcast website and just check it all out. It's intuitiveeatingforchristianwomen.com. There you will find all the details you need for the book club and for our online courses and anything else you want to know about the podcast. We are so grateful for the women the Lord has brought into this podcast community. Thank you, ladies, for being here. And thank you for listening today. We will see you in the next episode.